To have inner peace, we need to learn to live a simpler life. We tend to think that we'll have more peace if we have everything around us that we could possibly want. And so we get visions of how pretty this little bird would be on the mantelpiece and how lovely that little flower would be over there on the table by the uh, uh, chair and how lovely that antique that we saw in Constantinople will look over here on, in, the, in the hallway. And a little of this is fine, but as we add it and add it and add it, I've been in houses where you could hardly move around for all the little precious objects that, that uh, the owners had. The complication of life is not only in the possessions that we have, but also in our schedules. We try to do so much. We try to crowd so much in. Our simplicity is not only that, it's also in our thoughts. We, we've got to learn to simplify our thoughts, not to hold many thoughts in our minds at the same time, not to be manipulative of our environment, but to learn to flow with things. Reduce the numbers, the number of your necessities, your so-called necessities. Many people think things to be necessary that aren't really necessary at all. And if you really had to give up everything, and think of those things that without which you could not live, you would probably be able to give up everything that you own. You have your health, and that's your most prized possession. And to that, I would like to add peace of mind. So practice a simple life, and in that simplicity, practice non-attachment. Reflect that nothing in this world really belongs to you. No one in this world really belongs to you. We are we came into this world naked and we leave this world naked. We came into this world owning nothing and we leave this world again owning nothing. A very good practice and one I, I always practice is every night before I go to sleep I give this whole world back to God. It's His. I just It's no longer mine. And then if I should leave this world at night I'll go free. But it's a very lovely feeling. You could even try mentally constructing a fire and throw all your possessions mentally into it so that it isn't as if you have to give up things so much as that you that mustn't be bound by them. I remember a wealthy man I visited many years ago and he served me tea on very precious china. I enjoyed the china. It was beautiful. But he didn't enjoy the china because he was worried about it being broken. All the time as the servant was bringing it into the living room. He was shouting at him not to trip over the rug, lay it down carefully, and uh, then throughout the tea he talked about how difficult it is to get trained servants who know how to appreciate the value of things and take care of them properly. At the end of the tea, uh, again, as the waiter, as the servant took the uh, tray back to the kitchen, he was following him, the, the, this, my host was following the servant, with shouts as to how careful he should be taking it back there and telling the cook to wash it properly. The tea amounted to talking about this china. Well, it was fine by me because, in fact, it helped me to keep my mind on something beautiful and I enjoyed it. But why did I enjoy it and why did he not? Because it wasn't mine. If it broke, it wouldn't matter that much to me. It would be a pity to see a beautiful object destroyed. But beyond that, it, did, it wouldn't touch me. He couldn't enjoy it. Why? Again, because he was attached. 
So you can enjoy things much more, and it's not as if you have to give everything up, but you'll enjoy them much more if you can learn to be non-attached, if you can learn to just um, say that I enjoy all these things as uh, a caretaker, as a curator for this little museum of my home, for example, but not as the proprietor. That's why it's very helpful to feel that everything that we own belongs to God belongs to the infinite. Some people don't like to think in terms of God. I think usually the reason they don't is because they don't like the definitions they've been given. But if you think of the infinite consciousness, we're totally in tune with physicists who nowadays, the most advanced physicists, are saying not only what has been proved already long ago, that matter is energy, but also that energy is consciousness. And so the great consciousness of this universe Let's feel that everything belongs to that. We belong to that. And if we can enjoy things in, uh, as a part of our union with that, then we have peace of mind. Lack of peace, loss of peace comes in when we begin to think in terms of I and mine.